This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out. Why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is who makes a quarantine cut? Let's find out. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kinda Dating. Um, If you like today's episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star rating or review. Only five, not four. Five. What's that number again? Five. Um, I'm here with uh, my lovely friends. Aisha is here. Hi. Adam is here. Hey. Um, We are also all on social media. So please, um, if this podcast has helped you or you like us, follow us. We are at Kind of Dating across the board. I am at Natasha Chandel on Instagram. Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha Chandel official on Facebook. Where are you guys at? I am at Aisha Says Dance everywhere, all the place. <laughs> and I am Adam Pineless on all um, platforms. Wonderful. Okay, so we are jumping right in. I've been trying to get this girl on the podcast for a while, um, but I'm finally, uh, we finally got her and I'm so, so happy. It's a better late than ever situation. Um, she's amazing. She's beautiful. She's talented. Uh, she's personality and host of Let's Fucking Date, a really cool uh, IGTV show. Um, welcome, Serena Kerrigan. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And yes, better late than ever. And yeah. good timing, I feel yeah. like. Better it timing. Is. It is. Now we can see we your face. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> now we're on Zoom because there's a pandemic. Um, look, before we uh, jump in, um, we're going to take a, a, a brief moment. Um, we are doing this podcast. We always record in advance. Um, it is May 31st, uh, 2020. There are some really intense things going on in the world. And we're in LA right now where, you know, um, there was a curfew set last night um, at 8 p.m. The National Guard has been deployed. uh, And there are protests around the country um, for George Floyd. uh, And I want to um, say straight on this podcast that kind of dating 1,000% supports um, Black Lives Matter and, uh, and the protests and, you know, what happened to George Floyd, Ahmaud, the list goes on, um, is fucking nuts, straight up. Uh, how are you guys sort of feeling about this? It's definitely been tough. <laughs> yeah. been, um I don't know, just watching. I don't personally watch the videos, you know, of the actual um, death and all that stuff. I just, I can't do it. It's too much for me. Um, But even just hearing the recounts and then hearing people's speeches and looking at the marches, it just brings up 
a lot of emotions. So it's definitely been difficult <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Cause I don't think people, you know, uh, this is an audio medium, obviously. So people might not even know who they're listening to. Um, we're a very inclusive podcast where I am a, a brown person. I'm Indian. Um, Aisha's black. Adam's white. Karina's Asian. Um, you know, Serena's on the show. She's also you're you're Hispanic. Yeah, next, right? Um, so like everybody's something. And I mean, if somebody from Canada like me, I don't, I don't fucking get it. Like, I don't fucking understand this. And all I can say to people out there who don't understand what's going on is to educate yourselves. Um, please, there are tons of resources. Like, when I came here, I had to, and I wanted to, um, learn more about like why the fuck would anybody care about somebody's skin color? It just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, and like, what was this deep rooted history? And when I started really studying it, I was fucking mind blown. I was like, this is insane. Like systemic racism is real. And, uh, and if anybody out there doesn't believe it, please read Listen to a podcast or two, Uncivil, amazing podcast. I keep saying it, 13th documentary by Ava DuVernay, Netflix, amazing. Um, there are tons of books, James Baldwin books, like Cornell West. Um, these are people, you know, you can uh, use as resources um, and learn. But uh, yeah, we just wanted to say that we're with, um, we're with all of our, our Black friends out there. Um, and I'm sorry, Aisha for like what you're feeling right now. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's tough. And uh, sort of, I don't want to say the good thing, but it's been nice to see sort of everybody feeling it now. Um, you know, it takes what it takes, but I just hope that we all collectively can take this and actually move forward and cause change. And this will actually affect mm-hmm. our future in a good and, way. And those three fucking cops get arrested. Fuck them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and one of them is getting divorced now too. Oh, really? Yeah, his well, wife is like, and we're also getting like, divorced. Yeah, it kind of sucks. You don't want to be with a murderer, no. you know? Yeah. Kind of dampens the relationship. But fuck them. Okay, so uh, we are here with Serena, and you have a really, really cool show that I think. Uh, I didn't know about it. And when I found out, I was like, this is a really fucking cool idea. It's like, uh, I mean, okay, you tell, you tell everybody what the show is about um, and what inspired it. So the show is called Let's Fucking Date. Um, it's every Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Pacific. And um, basically, I go on two live blind dates within the hour time frame on Instagram Live in front of a live audience. And I don't know who the guys are before I go on the oh, dates. Wow. Um, they are submitted through my followers, friends, I don't know, whoever has date sfkgmail.com. Y'all, y'all can submit anyone you want. And I have a producer that I work with who vets the guys. And I go into it completely blind. And it has been 
the most exhilarating, incredible project I've ever put myself into. I don't even know how this happened, um, but it's really taken off and it's, it's just been incredible. And it's, it's really taught me a lot about not just dating, but about, you know, the world biases, prejudices we have. You know, I, I love the idea of going into the date live because I think that when we're dating, we tend to have this preconceived notion of who the person is, right? I go in literally knowing nothing and that curiosity and just being so open-minded has just been, makes it so fun. Um, so it's been, it's been a trip. It's been kind of crazy, but I love it. I mean, it's interesting because people don't normally, like people are so scared of blind dates, but like I did, I did two before, one who became my boyfriend and I think it was so fun. Like people hate it. And I'm like, it's so cool to like not know anything about somebody and be like, ooh, is this going to be amazing or fucking crazy? A hundred percent. And Have I think like- add any of the, the really amazing, like really crazy? I've had everything. I've been about, I've been about, I think 16 dates. Um, and I think there's a lot to it. I think, you know, the element of the show and I think the reason it works is that it's live. Right. So, you know, typically when we watch dating shows, it's hyper-produced. We don't know what's real, what's fake. There's a lot of gimmicks. It happens so after the fact. This is happening in real time. Everyone in the audience gets to comment and they get to play God in a sense, right? They get like, they're like, make him stand up. We want to see like what his room looks like or like, does he have a tattoo? Like, what's his sign? Like they get so much like into that engagement there. Like they get to be as much of a producer as the show as I am. I also feel like just me like, you know, having control. And I think that this is something that, and I know you guys have probably talked about this with quarantine, like the idea of like FaceTime dating. Like that's really the mission of the show is to show that like going on a FaceTime date isn't weird. It's actually like the most raw version of a date and what it should be, which is about communication and about being able to talk to, that's all you got to do. That's like who your person's going to meet someone you're talking to. And I think that for me, pre-quarantine, like I wasn't dating at all because I didn't want to deal with the logistics of planning, giving up like a night of my week to go on a date when I know within the first five minutes I'm going to like them or not. I hated that. Also, sex is off the table. Money's off the table. Like there's so many things, right? So it's just, it's really just the way that we're talking. We're on a date right now. It's so fun. (laughs) And I think that what it does is like, there's less pressure for it to go well. And when there's less, because, right, because you could just end the call. Either of you could just end the call. You don't have to worry about like, should I stay? Like, he just bought me a drink. Like, ah, like, should I go home with like, right? Like, it's like, you don't really like the date. Like, peace. You can schedule another, you can schedule four or five FaceTime dates in a night. And I think what it does is just, it takes the pressure off of having to find the person and just be more open-minded and get to know people and get to know what you like and what you don't like. There's a lot of people that I've been on these dates with that don't even live in New York where I live, but that's okay because just knowing their personality, I'm like, okay, like maybe I don't need someone like too low energy because like I'm kind of a ball of crazy. So I need someone that can kind of match me a little bit more. Thank you all for listening to Kinda Dating. If you already subscribed, great. We love you. If you're not, get on it. Go to that podcast app on your phone, computer, whatever, and hit the button now so you can get your fix weekly. Side effects include laughing your ass off, sorting out your shit, and finding true love. Isn't that what we all want? Yeah, I mean, you brought up a really good point about, um, uh, you know, like how all those things are off the table. Like, Adam, have you guys had friends like who are, because some of my friends are not open to virtual dating. Mm -hmm. They've been like, oh, I don't really like it. And I've been like, I don't get it. At that point, you must just not like dating because people complain about dating in person 
And then you're also going to complain about dating literally without having to get out of your house. Like you mm-hmm. just have to put on a shirt. I'm in PJs at the bottom of this <laughs> shirt. And I like, mean, you don't even have to like do much. And if that's too much, then maybe you're just not fucking into meeting somebody. <laughs> totally. My, I have a lot of friends who are actually like thriving in this FaceTime date situation. It's hilarious. I love it. Um, who don't, well, some of them date normally and then a lot of them don't typically date normally. So it's been nice to see that sort of change. I'm one of those people who doesn't like to date period. So for me, it's been an adjustment, but I've definitely seen the change and it's nice. I like it. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm never going to go on a date again without screening. (laughs) I don't want to use the word screening because that sounds negative. I don't want to go on a date with someone that I haven't been able to have a conversation. Why would I waste so much on getting there, getting dressed up, getting ready when I know? So it's like, why not have a quick like 20 minute conversation? And you can still have the magic of the first date, but like... I'm, screen- I'm literally going to FaceTime everyone. I'm never going on a just a date again. Because I find that like, how are we going on these dates too, right? Like if you're introduced by a friend, maybe that's better. But like usually it's through these apps, right. which like three photos and a quote is not going to tell me anything about you yeah. or about our chemistry. Mm-hmm. So what's really going to do that is our conversation and just vibes. And I'm telling you, when I go on these FaceTime, FaceTime dates, when I go on these live dates in front of 4,000 concurrent yeah. viewers, like I know within the first three minutes of the date if we're going to vibe or not. And sometimes we don't. And I still enjoy it. I still ask questions. I still am polite and get to know them. But you can feel energy and like chemistry through a screen. For sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think we've talked about it before. I used to personally hate like screening on the phone, like the phone screen dates mm-hmm. before. But I, but I see the benefit of a FaceTime date before now. Like I see that because also like the idea of a pandemic, like you're literally putting yourself in fucking harm's way now by going out to meet somebody. So you should make sure in advance if they're worth mm-hmm. that exposing risk. yourself to some yeah. like... It's about conversation. It's about communicating yeah. with someone. Yeah. So if you can't get through a 30-minute FaceTime, you're probably not going to end up together. This is true. Um, I did a FaceTime date with this guy who was super fucking hot um, months ago, obviously, and because I'm seeing somebody now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but the fucking FaceTime day was so boring. I was like, oh my God, yeah. snooze fest. And like hot, really successful, like talking about, I was like, okay, we, you're kind of not with it. <laughs> I don't know. I just like couldn't. I, had, I was like, I, I don't have anything to ask you. Um, <laughs> so definitely. And that was like a very long 30 minutes, yeah. it felt like. There you go. Yeah. So imagine being there, stuck there for like an hour, yeah. not knowing what to do. So what if, what are, um, you said your friends and the audience is involved in that. I always think it's interesting to have friends involved mm-hmm. in it because what do you guys think about, like, have you guys ever asked your friends the kind of person maybe they think you should be with or, uh, or like, have your friends ever told you kind of, you know, what your hangups are in relationships? Because <laughs> uh, Serena, you're kind of ge- you're kind of getting that now, right? Like, aren't people telling you who they want you to? Yeah, because there a I, benefit I, to that. Like, do you? Yeah, I mean, I do an after show, mm-hmm. and um, 
I mean, it's so crazy. Like, I don't know, like if I would tell everyone to do what I'm doing, because yeah. I think it just takes a certain type of like, you have to have thick skin and like, you have to kind of just like roll with it. But yeah, I do an after show after the dates and I have all my friends, I have my roommate, I have, and my followers who like know me well, like I let them into my, like they like, they know my personality. They come in, they tell me what they think. They tell me, should, should I get it, go on a second date? Or should I, you know, what, what did they, what were red flags mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and I think it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to make a decision and I'm not, I don't like let them sway me that much. Like I am my own person, but I do think it's interesting because we never get to have our friends on our right. dates. So it's like, and you know, for me, like, and this kind of goes back to like the real world, like putting so much pressure. Like I used to like go on a date because there was so much le- build up, right? Like the logistics planning, getting ready, swiping, picking the one to the one of the, all the guys to pick. This is the one that I'm going to go on this right. date with. I went to the date and like after the date was over, I would just go to my room. Oh my God, it went so well. Like, like, I think he really liked me. And she was like, but do you like him? But it's like, that's the thing. It's like, I wanted to go so well that I don't even know yeah. if I like mm-hmm. him. So I think it's great to have people be like, did you like that he said that? Or like, did he ask me that a lot of the, the main thing is like, he didn't ask you enough questions. That's always, always yeah. like kind of <laughs> It's a big Which one. People irk me, irk me on dates. Like, yeah. why aren't you asking me questions? Yeah. The worst date I've ever so, had was someone who we went out and I thought she seemed really cool, but then um, it, it really was just one-sided completely. Like I was asking her and, you know, it was a lot of, even though I was asking open-ended questions, they were still like yes and no answers. Oh, geez. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or it felt that way. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I became a better dater when people, like when a couple of my friends actually told me honestly what they thought. Because um, like one thing was my best friend since I was seven, you know, finally fucking years later told me, she was like, you know, your issue is you give too many chances. <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck didn't you tell me that like eight so years ago instead of now? Um, and and then, you know, people just sort of telling you like, uh, Aisha knows one of my best friends here. She's always like, you need to be with an older guy. You need to be with somebody who's like, m- you know, mm-hmm. more stable and more whatever for you and or more mature. I'm like, all right. Um so yeah, I mean, have you guys sort of been told any? Do you see the benefit or do you kind of do that to others? I definitely do that to others. And I love the idea of having another perspective actually see the date because obviously when our friends are, when you're telling people what happened, it's 100% through your lens. So it is cool mm-hmm. to be like, oh yeah, you thought that, but I saw that, you know, little twinge in the eye or that little facial expression. So you can actually like get a full rounded view of what's actually going down. <laughs> it's- Crazy. Also, my parents watch. I love that. Like, <laughs> that is wild. But what, tell us some of the the good stories and some of the bad stories of any of the dates. Um. Well, I think that you know, I won. I've been. I'm like I've. I'm a performer. Like I love being in front of the camera. I've, I have a lot of experience with live content from my work at Refinery Twenty Nine. Like I. I'm, like this is very much my wheelhouse. I feel very comfortable. I don't get nervous, but like I have to appreciate that. Like it is probably very fucking scary for a guy to come on my show because everyone in the audience is really there for me, and it's it's scary. Like it's live. It, it, there's no editing here, and you're kind of you don't we don't know each other at all. Yeah. And so yeah. I try to be very like I try to be very personal, open, and curious, and make them feel comfortable and warm them up rather quickly. There was one instance where. 
um, I later found out that like this guy was like an alt-right monster. Really? Like, and I knew like on the date, like he was saying things that were so red flaggy. Like, Oh wow. I'm Latina, super proud to be like, like, he was just like, oh, so you must be like spicy and like, like, and I was just like, why, why? And he was like, because like all Latinas are. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, we do not make, we don't, um, we do not make generalizations here. And he's like, why not? They're usually true. So there I'm like, oh my God. And I don't know anything about this guy. I don't know who he, like, I don't really like, but he was like make and you know, like just condescending and clearly fucking racist. And it just like really, so, you know what I did, which, you can do on a FaceTime date, whether you're live in front of an audience or not, it's an equalizer. Yeah. You can leave, not have to continue mm-hmm. the date. Whereas like in real life, you might feel like you have to because you're drinking or eating or no, you leave. Yeah. And when the show ended, all my followers obviously like ended up telling me that he has political views, whatever that I like just like, and I got very emotional because I was like, this is a positive space mm-hmm. and this is a positive show. And I have no, like I have no tolerance for for that kind of shit and bullshit. Like I just yeah. don't. And I felt like as, because I am the producer host contestant mm-hmm. and it is my creation, like that it's very important. So that, but it was great because then it also showed what I cared about and how to handle a situation that makes you uncomfortable in a way that's respectful, but you don't, you don't let them, yeah. like you just, you dismiss it because like, absolutely not. But it was a really kind of crazy exercise for me because, you know, like it was, it was scary because like I didn't, it's like, how do you handle, you know? So that was just, but that, it was, it was a good test to, you know, how do you just like yeah. put a stop? Um, and then good dates. I mean, it just the good dates are the ones where the guys are just adorable. And like, I had the best dates, I think, on fr- this past Friday. Oh, and yeah. the guys were just so like sweet and like asking questions and it's just chemistry and it's fun. And, um, Is and it's anybody really- anybody getting great. a second date? Yeah, I think both of the guys from Friday are getting awesome. Oh. <laughs> so now that yeah. they they know that they're they're both in contention. Exactly. Well, that's another thing too. You know, the thing of this show is like everyone's like, so what's going to happen when like everything? Like, what's the plan here? And I'm like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think that this experience, this pandemic, has shown us like you got to live in the moment. Life is super fucking unpredictable, and take things one step at a time. I'm like, we've been on one day. We'll go in a second. Some of them are like, you got to marry this man. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> you know. So, um, so we'll see. I mean, I mean do, you, yeah. do you ever feel that uh, it's something that I've felt from doing the podcast, which is like, there is sort of no anonymity when it comes to your dates, like in that they know when you're, if you're seeing somebody else, like for example, because like we talk about it. So it's like, they know if they were important or not, or and for you, it's like they know if they're getting a second date, and somebody else also got a second date because it's also going to be broadcast. And you're like, but that's dating. They yeah. get a recap afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> they get to see their competition. I mean, the yeah. best part I think of the show is when like I go on dates, and then I'm doing the after show, and a date from a different week pops in, and is like, it, it that wasn't good for you. Like I'm good for oh, you. God, I like, like that. <laughs> It is it's like the drama. And then the audience gets really pissed. They're like, don't ruin her date. She just had a great date. Like you came to ruin. It's amazing. <laughs> it is so amazing how invested everyone is. And, you know, I get the question I get all the time is like, are you actually looking for love? Or are you just like looking for a show? And I'm like, I love this show. I love, I, I started the show because I was alone in my apartment 
and I was anxious and I love getting fucked up on Friday nights. And I was like, I want to do something where like people have something to look forward Mm -hmm. to. And it really has created a sense of community. Like even my friends who are starting to see each other again, like in small groups, like they watch my show on a Friday because what else are you going to do? So it's like, and they're all in the comments and you're seeing people are like, wait, my cohort, my boss is on here in the comments. You know, it's, it's like creating that community, which I love. So that's one. And that's something that just brings me so much joy. Am I open-minded to looking to getting to know someone, text someone? Yeah, absolutely. But like, why do we need to put this pressure to like find love? Like that just makes it not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you only find somebody by taking, like putting one step in front, like one foot in front of the other, right? You're, it's not you're right. like, you literally don't get to the end without walking the walk. So, um, right. and you don't know that. I know. Anytime I date somebody, like I'm really, really close with my mom. So like she knows. And like every other day she's like, so what happens now? And I'm like the same thing that happened two days ago. Like nothing has changed. It didn't like the world didn't, you know, um, cause there's, there is always that pressure of like, oh, you started dating somebody. So this is it. And I'm like, I don't fucking know if this is it. Like, and you don't know who's going to be, who you're going to go out with the next week. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, especially older as us women get, especially, especially it's like, all right, here we go. Is it? Yeah. Why? Down. why? We can freeze our fucking eggs. Right. Like why? Totally. Like, there should not be that pressure and you should never settle. And I think that was something that's been said. Like I, like I'm just not going to settle. Like I, no, you I'm not, and why, and why not? Like, it's like, we're, you don't, it doesn't matter what your age is. Like you just keep shopping around. It's fun. It's like enjoyable. So. Yeah. Until you meet somebody that you want, if you would do. Right. And if you don't fuck it too. <laughs> um, what are some good questions and bad yeah. questions that you've learned um, work and don't work? Like since you've been doing this, you've been getting a lot of questions. Are there conversation points that you're like, yeah, this is where guys should go or girls should go. And this is where you should not go. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, it's, it's, it's an interesting, it's interesting that you say that because I think that, on one hand, um, it's a date, but on the other hand, it's a show. So I think that the, I, tr- I tend to kind of, you know, and we're not going through the whole, like, where you, fr- like, yes, of course I asked them where they're from, with maybe where they went to school or what they do, but we're not getting it. Like, it's not like, it's not, it's not the same. I'm kind of, we kind of jump in, you know what I mean? So it's like, cause it's fun. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because like, I think something that comes up all the time is obviously like, what's your sign? And like, it's so funny when like, it's just so great. Like, and then like, if they know their birthday, like the time, then we got people in the comments calculating natal charts. I'm like, okay, I got an army back there, like doing my work, which is amazing. It's amazing when the guys know too. It's like, it's so fun. Um, something that comes up all the time is like how tall they are. And like, I just stopped asking that because I'm just like, since when are we like, it's like, that's like, ask for me, that's like an equivalent to asking like a woman, like how much she weighs. Like, that's just like, you don't like, I don't think that that's a necessary question to ask. And I find it to be kind of superficial. Like it doesn't fucking matter. You know? Um, what else? Uh, I actually am coming out with a let's fucking date card game. Why are you guys laughing? They say something. No. Oh no, I'm a, I joke that I'm a height. So. Oh, you are. Heightist. Yeah. <laughs> I try, I mean, listen, like whatever, preference or whatever, but I don't want to make them feel self-conscious. No, I am coming out with a let's fucking date card game, which awesome. is going to have really dope questions because sometimes I'm even like, shit, what do I ask yeah. next? Someone, one I asked was like, 
if you had to get emergency like knee surgery, who are five celebrities that you would want to be like in the like what five celebrities you would have do it? Like they don't it, like what which ones? Which yeah. is kind of like crazy, but you could think like who could like give me like a great like medicine, massage, meditation, who's actually like a doctor. I don't know. I thought it was Yeah, who's gonna hold your hand, who's gonna watch you shit yourself, <laughs> who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna be the one to, you know, give Think you the ice cream. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I also, yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. And I also like, I tend to, I, I tend to talk about sex a little. I think I talk about sex way more freely than one might, maybe that I would on like a real first. Yeah, I don't know, but I think that for me, I do it too because I'm like, sex is a natural, normal thing, and women shouldn't be feel ashamed to talk about it. It's totally fun. It's great. It's safe. Where we have a screen, between. right? You know, totally. Yeah, you're not having to do anything. But I guess in general, when we are kind of doing these dates, um, as girls and guys and anybody, um, what are questions that that you know you should sort of you should encourage, and ones you shouldn't? Like Aisha or Adam, like are there are there ones that you're like, why did we go there right now? Like, why do we need to discuss this? <sighs> Or stuff that you're like, oh, I'm glad he asked me that. Or I'm glad I asked him that or whatever. Right. Because I feel like, you know, they always say, obviously, current times, probably stay away from politics on a first date. Um, They say don't ask about exes and like too much into that. I think it's okay to know if people have been in past relationships. Like I do like asking that because I gauge how much like relationship experience they have, like emotional intelligence in a way. Yeah. Um, but I don't like asking like, so tell me the dark details of what happened. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'll just do like a general, like, so how come it didn't work out? Oh, all right. Just touching base. Boom. Moving on. Like, I don't also, even like you'd want to know if like people were, let's say recently out of a marriage or something like that, because yeah. they might be at a very different place than you are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or just out of a relationship. Yeah. Um, I mean, they say don't ask people about marriage and kids. Like, it, what do you guys think? Like, do you I think want- these are still things you would want to know if you I, were yeah. looking into a relationship. Maybe not like the first thing. <laughs> I think it depends on age, right? Like, obviously, if you're like younger and out of college, like yeah. don't ask that question because it's fucking weird. You probably don't know. Um, but But I do think as you get older- the way I frame it, I usually don't ask on a first date. If I like somebody and it's like second or third date, I'll usually ask if they're what they're open to is usually what I say. I say like, not like, are you and I going to get right. married? Because sometimes people don't frame it correctly. And then it comes off like you're saying, or you're asking them, are we going to get married? Right. But yeah. I usually go like, so what are you open to? Like, are you in a place in your life where you just got on Tinder because you were trying for a hookup or were you like open to meeting somebody for real? Um, and then sort of like gauging where, you know, so, cause some people will be like, Oh no, I'm looking for the one on Tinder. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> hey, maybe. <laughs> hey, it happens. Yeah. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Tinder. Um, but yeah, like, uh, are there questions? Because you said one thing, right, Serena? People keep at, people people gauge how many people are asking you a question, right? Right, like that's important. Like when the guy 
or girl, when you're, when the other person is also asking you stuff, like, why is that so important to people? Because the point of a date is to like, get to know them. It's not to like, talk about yourself. It's like, you're genuinely interested and curious about what the other person is saying. So, you know, and also with this show too, but I've been on dates in the real world where that has happened, where I'm like, are you asking me a question to ask me or because you want to tell me a story about yourself? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Mm. So, you know, or, you know, but that's tough too, because like, you know, when 4,000 people are watching my show, it's a nice little platform for someone to talk about something they want to talk about. And that's happened a couple of times on my show, which is fine. Like promote what you want, I guess. If you're, you know. That happens fine. here too. All the it, it, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. it happens. Sometimes but, people just want to get shit off their chest. Exactly. And I, but I just think it's, you kind of just, you just know. And I think that all questions are are fine. I think like, you know, actually on one of the first dates last week, two weeks ago, I said, are you a feminist? I don't even know what propelled me to say that. It's kind of an intense, at first I was like, that's such an intense question. So I'm like, oh no, that's because society says that feminist is a dirty right. fucking crazy bra burning word. It's like, it's actually not. Yeah. So he said no. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, I'm going to give him a moment to redeem himself because I, I immediately was like, yeah, in my head. So I was like, I'm sorry, just like, just to clarify, do you not believe that women and men should have equal rights? And he was like, oh no, I do. And I was like, okay. Right. So I'm like, either he didn't hear me, he didn't understand me, or he doesn't know what feminist means, or he doesn't like the word, but it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, I don't know. That was just like, that's something that I thought Yeah, it sounds like he took it extreme, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, like you were talking about. That one is a tough question because so many people have a different interpretation of it, unfortunately, even though it really is pretty simple. Um, but people have this, like like you said, a weird connotation or interpretation of, of what it because, means. And you're like... Of course we do, because we live in a man's world. So it's like, <laughs> really, it just, it's not. And I think it's like, but I think that it was an interesting moment in the show because I could have been like writing him off by whatever, oh. like, you know, instead, and instead I was like, oh, no, no, like, let's engage in this. Like, do you know what this word actually means? And in a really polite, like open way, instead of just being like, fuck you, like, you don't like, you know, and I think that also in the topic of where we're at today and like with everything going on, like tough conversations need to be had. Yeah. But by just saying like, fuck you, I don't want to talk to you. You're this, you're that. That's never going to like help actually have the dialogue that we need to create actual change, right? So I think there's a, there's sometimes a manner to, to actually have an open dialogue and to educate. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that it was like an interesting moment where that had to happen. Other times, yeah, people are just not worth speaking to. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but there are moments where there could be a moment for education. And that was an example of that. So Serena, you have done a bunch of these dates so far. Um, what sort of do you look for for the things that, like the vetting process to move somebody forward? And just in general, what can people um, who are doing these virtual dates and and trying to see like who should pass the quarantine cut? You know, like what should we be looking for when we're doing this? Aisha, Adam, you can jump in too if there are things that you think you know, you should be looking for. Like for me, I would definitely even look at like, did they come remotely like decent looking? Because like, I know it's a FaceTime date, but did you try? Yeah. Like, did you try to impress me a little bit? Yeah. Like I would look at that as like a first check. Definitely. Like, did he put definitely. on a nice shirt? Yeah, I think that that's, I think that's, 
key. I think that's key. I think it's, I mean, I really think it's just about the conversation. It's about chemistry. It's about like, do we like vibe? Are you laughing? Are we laughing together? Are you interested in what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a type. Like, I don't judge based off of looks because I think it's like all about your personality mm-hmm. and like, does that come through? Um, so yeah, I mean, I would like, I remember being on dating apps a little bit, like, you know, as the show is picking up just on the side to like, see what's up. But I remember so many guys were like, want to like grab a drink? And I'm like, it's a pandemic. Like, oh. Porn? oh yeah. Yeah. What? I was like, I don't even know you. What? We've exchanged two words. Hello. <laughs> like, no. And so that to me is like a red flag. Like, no, like, I don't want to be around someone who's not taking this seriously when people are like, yeah. dying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean those are those are really important things. Um, and it tells you right that, away. Yeah, it tells you right. It tells you right. Away. Yeah, I was actually like kind of chased down by this guy at the park when I was exercising the other day, and like he came up to me, did the thing that you would normally do, but like in quarantine, it was just like extra weird. He didn't have a mask on. He tried to shake my hand. I was like instantly like, this is not like this guy is clearly not paying attention to what's going on right now. This is not gonna be good. <sighs> Yeah, like not the type of person you want to be with. Yeah. Um, and I think what the show has taught me too, it's like when you see those red flags and when you feel it, like you feel a red flag, like you feel a gut instinct that you're like, I don't like that, right? And I think like I've been, because I dealt with insecurity in my life and because I felt like that my self-worth was, you know, predicated on attention from a man that like I would ignore those red flags because I was so excited about having the attention that I'd be like, it's fine. I came to a point in my life and I've seen how many men are out there and women and you, know, you will find your person. Yeah. You, you don't, do not, you do not ignore those red flags. If you don't like something, speak mm-hmm. up. And if you still don't like it, find someone else and there you will. So with that, it's like having the confidence to be like, ah, this is what I believe. And like, this is what I like. And you know. Yeah. I mean, we, we quote Maya Angelou on the show all the time. Um, and she has, you know, probably the best relationship advice of all time, which is when somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Um, And that's something you can, a lot of times you can get on a first date. Like you just said, when you ask somebody, hey, are you a feminist? Blah, blah, blah. Or if somebody comes out and reveals that they are a alt-right person who doesn't, whatever, you know, like people literally show you in the smallest or biggest ways who they are. Um, I think in other, you know, you said like chemistry is important. Like, are we vibing? I think part of that vibe is also like how somebody's responding to you. Like mm. you can tell if somebody's bored, they're angry, they're jaded, or they're happy or they're in a good spot. Like, cause then we've all been on those dates, right? Like where somebody's almost trying to pick a fight with you. <laughs> really? Because they're well, in like, yeah, I guess that was all right. Like, well, yeah. well, cause they're in like jaded spot. Right. So anything you say, they're like, Oh really? Well, like, yeah. I mean, what about blah, blah, blah. And da, 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 you know, so like, you know, that they're probably in a place where they're just, they want the date to go badly. So they go back to their friends and say like, Oh, this was such a shitty day. I mean, I know girls who do that. Mm-hmm. What a waste of time. Of course. What a waste of time, of your energy and time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Totally. I wouldn't. Um, I mean, are there, uh, has there been anything that you have done, like any fun activities that you get to do? Or is it just mostly been a conversation so far? 
So the first dates are 30 minute conversations. And then when we move to a second date, it's a full hour with one guy. And then that's when we bring an activity. So the first one, um, we did painting, like we each had a little paint set and we painted like our first impressions of each other, like oh, in object form, which was really cute and fun. I think it's a really good date idea. I'm coming out with a let's fucking date card game which is made for people that like maybe like don't really know like how to whatever to navigate. I think that's, that's really fun. Great. That's I'm thinking awesome. my, I've been asking like what, like I played strip never have I ever on my last date where really? like we, it wasn't, I mean, it actually did get a little sexy, not on my end on his, but like we like had one minute to put on as many clothes as we could okay. and then played never have I ever and like took the one off. Yeah, that was fun. And then uh, I wanted to do like a cooking one because I'm a disaster in the kitchen. And I think that could be I love fun. that. So I, I think that that's another way for people that are listening who aren't doing a live show, but just based on me, like I think also having an activity as the second date, maybe not as the first, mm. um, is a nice way because sometimes it is very intimate. It's just you and me on a computer, right? So I think having something that's like a little bit distracting, but that you could still have like very impactful conversations is a really nice. It's a nice mix. Um, are you gonna document if you continue to move on with somebody yeah that's something that i'm you know i take things one step at a time so i don't know we'll see we'll see i mean after i had i've i've had two second dates and they're both not gonna there's not (laughs) for sure (laughs) i was gonna say what 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 do you think will be like when you'll actually meet somebody in person (laughs) i don't know i mean i think that we also don't know when this show is gonna end so it's like you know do i you know is there a season one is there a season two right like people are talking about fall is gonna be maybe like another quarantines which we we don't know like everything's just so unpredictable and it's definitely things that i've been thinking about um i think that like if i ended up like meeting someone in person obviously i have to document it like of course i do and i would love to i think it'd be so fun yeah i love it well you have to keep us posted serena oh i will oh i will and um before we go, though, as we wrapped out this episode, you are not done. You're going to tell everybody where to get your show after you answer our six questions. There we, we do go. something called six questions with all of our guests. So, Serena, are you ready for your six questions? Mm. I'm going to learn about you now. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Um, what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Their smile. Nice. Um, what is one deal breaker? Bad table manners. Mm-hmm. That's a good Not one. using how to use a knife and fork. I mean, really. Fair. Um, what turns you on? Uh, dialogue. Like talking during sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, during sex. Okay, okay. Oh, sorry. I thought that that's... We're, yeah. No, no. I just, I thought you meant like in life and then it was like, oh, and so- oh no, we're talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Strengths, um, <clears throat> really, really giving. Weakness, um, perhaps to like, I become, I feel like in the past I've lost myself a little bit. Like I'm too, I become too all encompassed, which is why I've been single for a while. I'm like so afraid to get so locked in. Mm-hmm. But I think that the way to circumvent that is to have something that's your own, that you're like so proud of that makes you happy without anyone else. And I've been working really hard towards that. Yeah. It's ironic that it's a show now. So it like combines both. 
in my life. But I really do believe like if you, you know, in college, I didn't, I didn't have something that I really like was mine. So I was like, all, it was so imbalanced. The relationship was giving me everything I needed. And I felt like I had to work towards having that self-worth by myself. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is love? Someone who's just unconditionally there for you and who doesn't judge you and that you can be your complete self with. That's awesome. And last question, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Let's fucking date. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Like, that's it. That is an awesome plug. Wait, I do have one last question for you, like legit question. What what have you learned since you've been doing this like about yourself? Is there something that virtual dating has taught you that real life dating didn't? Absolutely. Um, It really, it really did. It it gives me a lot of confidence. I really feel like this show gave me a lot of confidence. Like I didn't, it's not to say I wasn't confident before, but like there are guys that want to go on dates with me. Like, and it's, I didn't, it's, I wasn't really dating before the show. So I didn't even like let it give myself the opportunity. I kind of like declared it a failure before it failed. And I'm like, oh, I'm Serena fucking Kerrigan. Of course guys want to go on a date with me. Yeah. You know, and that's why I was like, oh, okay. And that's been really fun. And, and it's that dating's really fun. Like it, it, to me, it was a chore before. And now I'm like, I'm 26 years old. Doesn't not that not that that matters, but it's just like life is short. Go on a date, take a risk. What's the worst thing that can happen? And Ooh, it can teach you something about yourself and what you want too. Yeah, so. I mean, dating at the end of the day is just a trial and error process. Half of it, so you just gotta kiss a lot, of frogs, <laughs> a lot of frogs, lots. Um, Serena, where can everybody find you? Find your shows. Thank you so much for being on. Um, tell everybody. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. I really, really love this conversation. It was it was great. Seriously, you're all amazing. And you can find me on Serena Kerrigan on all my social channels and Let's Fucking Date on Instagram where we post all of the old episodes on IGTV. So you can watch and get into it, like get involved, get in the comment section when we go live. We go live every Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. So thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, we'll also have thank you. Uh, the description of our show, guys. So make sure you follow along there. Um, guys, Follow us. We're also on social media. We're at Kinda Dating across the board. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha Chandel official on Facebook. Um, Adam, Aisha, where are you guys at? I am at Aisha Says Dance everywhere. And I'm Adam Pineless on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Thank you, friends, so much for downloading this episode. If you could please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows, we'd be so grateful. Also, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Our producer is Adam Pineless, and our intern is Karina Uribe. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yenick and K. Daniel Ellis.